When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And how you guys doing? Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse episode 808. We got an awesome bike behind us. We're going to be talking about that as well as that New Hampshire thing, man. Ah, sad stuff, man. Even the governor's like uh, putting a statement out on that one. We got a video showing uh, that as well as the biker bells. But First, I want to cover this story because it hit the internet with fire. But, but, it is awesome that a member of the club reached out to us to correct the story for him. And it looks like they already did correct the story. But at the same time, it's awesome when clubs contact us to get their side of the story because this was a dangerous story here. And what do I mean? It had to do with a member of the Aryan Brotherhood of Texas being shot and killed. If you do not know who the AB of Texas are, or the AB Federal, you need to learn if you're going to listen to this story. That is a group you do not play with. It is a group that is pretty hardcore. So when this newspaper put the pagans involved in it, it could have caused them a ton of problems. Some dangerous business, man. Dangerous business. Let me show you the uh, original article of this. Let us go over here. And this was out of, and they still haven't uh, retracted on this one. The original one. Again, original one before the correction. KRLD News Radio 1080. More than a week after a motorcyclist was fatally shot and after a man was arrested, new reports suggest the two were members of rival gangs. The Star Telegram, which is out of Fort Worth, I believe reports that the victim, Brian Turner, was a member of the Aryan Brotherhood of Texas, while the accused, Anthony Bennett, belongs to the Pagan Motorcycle Club, which has been identified by the FBI as a violent biker gang. The Star-Telegram got this wrong. And what really has me upset is the correction I'm going to show you is only a paragraph. Only a paragraph long. And it's in a place where 
you actually have to look for this. Which isn't a good thing. Let me show you this one. Now, there is the correction. This story has been updated to correct a reference to the arrested man's background. A club official and a family spokesman said he is not, not, air quotes, associated with the Pagans Motorcycle Club. Let me read that again for all you hooked on phonics dropouts who don't get past the first couple minutes of the show. This story has been updated to correct a reference to the arrested man's background. A club official and a family spokesman said he is not associated with the Pagan's Motorcycle Club. Now, I guess this whole thing had to do, and there's a story about this. I'm not going to really go into it because, well, I should because it was a guy on a motorcycle, but it was in relation to what the star is claiming now, that it was LGBT related or something like that i do know i want to make sure that i get it out that the pagans were not involved in this he was not a member i do not know how the star telegram got that i don't know if it was the cops i don't know if it was just a reporter making it up i don't know but it is not true and that correction was terrible man you just put a little snippet, the problems you could have caused the club is immense. And you know that because of who the other organization is. They don't play that stuff. Shame, shame, shame on you. I'd make sure you put that retraction on the front page of your newspaper. Anyway, we have ML Greer's uh, Dyna Lowrider, baby. Gotta love it. I know I do because I got a 2015. You know, the wife loves the seed, I can tell you that. Because the stock one that I have, she just does not like it. It hurts her bony ass. But I do love that air cleaner. What kind of air cleaner is that, uh, ML? I like to know that one in the pipes as well because I'm in the search for some pipes. Some pipes. And I also got to get some forward controls on that damn thing because those mint controls, I don't know how you guys do it. It's like your knees are up in your chest. It's insanity. Insanity. Anyway, we got a pretty good story before we go into the main story. And that is the Biker Bells. Take a look. Morning to celebrate women as the 14th annual Biker Bells ride took off from the lodge at Deadwood. News Center One Star Nelson tonight introduces us to the princesses of the pavement. 
And what we do is we empower women to ride motorcycles. A hundred bikes lined up at the lodge at Deadwood Tuesday for the 14th annual Biker Bells Morning Ride. It's a wonderful thing that we we can go do it now, you know, and we have lots of women ahead of us to thank for that because, you know, there was a day women weren't even supposed to wear pants. From the straightforward to the straight-up stunning, each bike is unique. As is each rider's reason for being here. I was in active addiction for over 32 years. I've lost my whole family from it. And once I got myself into treatment, I founded this group. We're all together because of our passion and love of life on the wheels, you know, the two wheels. These women from all walks of life celebrated. One big sisterhood taking the hills by storm one mile at a time. Is such an empowering thing because I am worthy today. That's why we named it Women of Worth. And we are worthy to be out there on the open road. In Deadwood, Darsha Nelson. Believe in yourself. That was pretty good stuff right there. And she was right. A lot of people look down on women riding their own motorcycles. I have to say I was one. It took years and years, just these past five years, for me to get over the fact that women look pretty good on them motorcycles. Because in the 90s, it was a different way of looking at that, if you know what I mean. So great stuff right there. Looks like a great organization. Congrats on your sobriety and all that good stuff. Now, we're going to go to this main story. And nobody's happy about this one, by the way. The driver, the POS, was found not guilty on all charges in the killing of the seven motorcyclists. It took the jury only three hours they couldn't be bothered to look at all the evidence to find this guy not guilty. All this does not pass the smell test to me. But I'm not going to try to be one of the conspiracy theorists, okay? What I do know is it's BS and the people that sat on that jury must have been hooked on phonics idiots. Not even dropouts. Idiots. Seven people died. And where the hell was the prosecutor? Did you, like, fall asleep or something during the trial? What the hell's wrong with you? This should have been an open and shut case because this guy admitted to the cops that he did it. And then you're going to see in this video him crying, blah, blah, blah. No, I cry for the victims. Take a look at In the deaths of seven motorcyclists is found not guilty. So say you have four person of the defendant is not guilty. So say you all ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Yeah. Deliberations took just under three hours today. Vladimir Zukovsky faced a slew of charges, including negligent homicide and manslaughter for the 2019 crash in Randolph, New Hampshire. His lawyers argued that the lead biker in the group was at fault. 
The jury found Zukovsky not guilty on every count. Now, in a statement, Governor Chris Anunu says the Fallen Seven did not receive justice today, and that is an absolute tragedy. I share in the shock, outrage, and anger that so many have expressed in the three years since the seven members of the Jarheads Motorcycle Club were taken from us. Oh, yeah. I wonder if you went up to the family members and apologized for your actions that day. You had heroin, fentanyl, cocaine in your system. And you walked away. Count your lucky stars on that one. But I do wonder if they're going to ban him for life for his CDL. If they don't, it's a crying shame, it's a travesty as it already is, if he gets to be back on the road. It is disgusting, disgusting what happened in this case. And the defense attorney who claims it was Maza, I know you're doing your job, you have to, but now they wonder why people call you sleaze bags. I don't know how you even got on the case. This guy was brokered and broke unless, you know, some of that money from uh, overseas came over. Who knows? One thing I do know that blaming the victims, <laughs> what a schluck, man. And for the jury to only deliberate three hours, come on. It should have took three hours just to go over some of the testimony. It's a sad state of affairs. We followed this since 2019 when it first happened. And uh, what a sad conclusion to all this. Sad conclusion for the family members, for one, the jarheads, two, and the rest of the motorcycling community. Especially when we have a rash of hit and runs on motorcyclists all the time. We're always wanting to have some accountability. And when it finally does go to trial, the prosecution screws it up. They drop the ball. Go figure, right? It's only bikers or it's only members of a motorcycle club. Who cares? But God forbid some other stuff out there happens and you're all over, man. There's protests everywhere. Sad state of affairs. Sad state of affairs. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right after this music break.
like Captain Crunch, Honeycomb, and Raisin Bran. All in one bowl. Part of this nutritious breakfast. <laughs>
You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. That was a hell of a topic that you did on your podcast. Man, for those that don't know, what was the topic? How to be your true self. How to be your true self. Man, you're like in a journey right now. Yeah. Are you on a vision quest? I am. I am. I don't know what the hell that is, but we'll just... A vision we'll, quest, we'll man. We'll just go along with it. Finding out who you are. Yeah. If you guys didn't catch that episode, it was a great episode. It is episode three on China Dolls Chit Chat. You can get it on all the major podcast platforms. But we highly we, recommend Spotify. Spotify just has a better audio to it than iTunes does it. Our equipment's actually tuned for Spotify. Uh, yes. So that's where we recommend you listen to it as Spotify. But it was an awesome episode. Give us an overview of it. Give an overview of it. Well, you need to learn to acknowledge the limitations placed on you and, and you, basically your childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to immerse yourself in multitude of experiences practice everyday mindfulness and if you really 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 need to seek counseling there you go go listen to that episode it's episode three beautiful stuff which kind of leads us into our discussion today and you notice it happens all the freaking time to people and that's how to get over a broken heart. Yeah. I can't believe this is a subject we haven't actually covered. Because this is one that gives a lot of damn stress yeah. to a lot of damn people. Ain't that the truth. Broken hearts is something... You know, people have died from those. You're damn right they have. Yeah, they lose... You hear they... those stories about... People that were married for 50 years, they're in bed together, one dies, and a couple hours later, the other one? No, I've heard it go even a few as a couple days later, or even a year later. Well, look what happened to Carrie Fisher's mom. Yeah. Princess Leia. Yeah. When she died, the mother died the next day. Yeah. That is just insanity. It's crazy. It's kind of like the souls are tethered together. In a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You but know... On a scale of one to torturous. One to torturous. Getting a broken heart is a solid, absolutely awful. It is, because it makes you think about how you are, how they are, what you did wrong, the whole nine yards. And you go over that in your head, and I think that's what tortures you. Definitely. When and this happens a lot in relationships. Well, yeah, I'm sure everybody, everybody's been there at one time or another. Everybody's been there, done that. Yep, definitely. You have a situation where you think everything's going great. They tell you what you want to hear. You believe in what they have to say, mm-hmm. and then the next thing they fuck you. Exactly. Where does that even come from? I never understood that. What's that? Where somebody toys with somebody. I I don't get it because I never did that shit. That's just somehow... That's how some people just roll, to be honest with you. Yeah, but don't you consider that evil? 
That is evil. You don't mess with somebody's head like that and be like, Psh, I was kidding. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just... You just don't do something like no, that. No, you don't do that. But there are people in this world that do it. Because they don't care. They only care about themselves. Mm-hmm. Which is... Or the... what they can get from somebody. Yeah. Most of the time... And it's kind of like the last episode we were putting that example in. Where you were thinking that you were being called white trash and stuff like that. But you take you out of the picture. And if you look at it, if he was doing that to somebody else, just for the sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And that's where men start to play with women's minds. Mm-hmm. And because women, they go by emotion, not reality. They usually get sucked into it. That's true. They get sucked into the scam. Oh, yeah. And then you, next thing you know, you have a woman all fucked up. Yeah. And having to deal with the backlash. And what I don't understand is why women even give a shit of going through that kind of pain when the man was a worthless piece of shit anyway. All he did was want to pop a load. But they fell for all the niceties because they're on emotion. That's because people like to make promises they don't keep. Empty promises. Unfulfillable mm. promises. For example. I don't know. Well, you bring up a good one, and I know a lot of our... Well, you run the group. Yeah. We don't talk about that crap in there. But I'm saying, you got <laughs> over a thousand women. Yeah. And we have no drama. What's it called again? Because I always forget. Sisterhood of Bikers. Sisterhood of Bikers. Mm-hmm. You got, out of them thousand, a lot of people in there probably had to go through something like this. Oh, yeah. How would you as girls talk about it? Well, I think the one, the one of the main things that you have to learn to do when you're going through heartbreak I mean, there is actually no surefire way to avoid heartbreak because it's going to happen unless you're a freaking robot, for real. But one of the things you really need to do is you need to allow yourself to feel your feelings. And what feelings do a woman have at that point? And it happens to men, but I don't think as much. Either that or I'm on the wrong path here where I just think differently. Well, see, that's just it, though. You know, you're like, what kind of feelings do you feel? Well, you're going to get a flood of emotions. Because mm -hmm. a heartbreak, it's like a trauma. It's like a shock to your system. And defining heartbreak, mm -hmm. is it because it's more of a betrayal? Nine times out of ten, it's a betrayal. Like a hundred percent almost, but yeah, I'd say majority of the time it's because you feel betrayed, not because of the game itself. No, not because of the situation at hand, is just how it all ended. Mm -hmm. Now, I know how men can go about playing with a woman's mind, mm -hmm. but you, as a woman, and your girls. A thousand strong. Man, you imagine if he ever had a get-together with them? Oh my god, all the fucking PMS. Anyway, what is the steps you feel that a man does 
to take advantage of a woman. What does that have to do with dealing with breakup? Heartbreak? What do they do? As far as when they break your heart or the steps that they take to reel you in? There you go. There you go. They tell you stuff that they basically tell you everything that you want to hear. What advice would you give in that incident? It's because you, you got the one strike rule now. Yeah. That's when I say. But if you had a group within your group, say a, a support group. How would you approach that with the ladies from your experiences and from theirs? What, the signs that they're being fucked with? Exactly. We already did that. We'll go more in depth to it. I don't know how much more in depth to it. I just know how to how to try and deal with it after the fact. Mm-hmm. Now, is it more of the sexual deal or is it after majority of the power, time, majority, money? Majority of the time... They're going after you because they want one thing and one thing only. They want to fuck you and leave you. Fuck you and leave you. Yeah, or get you as many times in their bed as they can and then be like, psh, bye. Now, what if it had to do with money? There is a lot of times where men will chase money. Yeah, and women do it too. Well, yeah, but we're talking about... I don't know Flipping any. I, I don't. I, I don't know any men that chase women for money. I don't even know of any scenarios to base that on. Well, you have men that go out with ninety-year-old grandmothers. <laughs> nah, I don't know any. Which is nasty. Yeah. But that's another aspect that could happen. Well, yeah, people are out for their money hungry. I'm just trying to give all angles of the subject here. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that just go for somebody because of their money. They don't care about anything else because they just want that money. But I do know power. Women can have a lot of power over a man. Where they can reel the shit in when it comes to what they have. They don't have to be rich. They don't have to be uh, a millionaire. But they're good looking. They have the moves. And they find some schmuck. That falls into the trap. Man, you're always flipping the coin, huh? Going back and forth, because we got women listeners and we got men. Yeah, but there's more men that do this than women. And I'm not saying that it it don't happen like that. Not saying that. But you got to cover both angles. Well, I guess however you describe it can go for both sexes. (laughs) I guess. But it's like, I, I don't see, you know... I, I never see the the latter. I mean, I usually see the guys doing it to the girls. And you've had friends that you've actually had a counsel. Yeah. You, you, I have to admit, you do got a good listening ear for these people. Yeah. How you deal with it, I'll never know. Well, but, and sometimes you don't even have to say anything when you're talking to people about these scenarios. You can just sit there and listen. You don't even really have to respond. They just want somebody to vent to. I think you just brought up one of the most important points when somebody's having a problem is... Just listen. Just listen. Yeah. Don't give your opinion. Just listen. Because sometimes they just, you know, they somebody just wants to vent so somebody else can hear, this is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. They're not always looking for your advice. Mm-mm. They just want a listening ear so they can get it all out of their system. And sometimes that's all that they need.
So is they just need that listening ear. They just need to vent. Do you, do you give them advice at the end of it? No. No, you don't. Because that's not what they want. You basically, you know, if it's a girl with another talking to another girl, you basically give her a hug and tell her, I'm sorry you're going through all this. And then you're there for them again. Yeah. Because when a woman gets fucked with, it usually ain't a week or two deal. Mm-mm. It takes a long time for a woman to get over something like that. Yeah, definitely. So you're supposed to be there at every point that they need you. Well, and if you think about it, you know, when you go through breakups and heartbreak and all that stuff, I mean, this is kind of like a weird way to think about it, but you're basically, you know, because people are always like, what kind of emotions you go through? Believe it or not, you go through the same emotions that if you lost someone to death. Very interesting. You go through the five stages like grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. You go through all those same things, but people never look at it like that. You just surprised the shit out of me. What? It's true. Usually I would only think that you were going through sadness and then anger and you get over it. Well, in the, 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 no, you basically go through the five grieving stages of death mm. when you go through a breakup. But it's like the one thing, you know, people need to, you know, and guys, you too, not just women, but you got to allow yourself to f- cry and feel your emotions because if you keep it bottled in, you're going to make yourself sick. That's where the dangerous part comes in. So you definitely need to feel all your emotions. You need to feel it because you're not going to get over it if you don't. You know, and you're going to go through it your own way and in your own time. But at the same time, you're going to sit there and be like, well, I don't want to feel this way or I'm not feeling this emotion. You will eventually. It might not be the week it happened. It could be like two months later. Subconsciously. Mm hmm. So you got you got to be able to feel all that and you need to be able to go through all that. There's a heightened type of senses when you're going through these steps Mm -hmm. that your body's trying to tell you, hey, you felt this way towards a guy and they came back and fucked you. So you're saying to yourself, I'm going to push this down, but you're truly not trying to go through the steps that you need to take to get over it. No, you're not. I mean, if you feel that you need to cry, you need to scream, you need to yell, you need to write it down, you need that friend to vent to, you got to do it. Mm. Don't keep your emotions bottled up. Because then that's when you're going to get the anxiety and the panic attacks. You can't leave everything. You can't bottle it in. And anxiety and panic attacks are really... And we've talked about that a million times, panic attacks. Mm -hmm. They're really tied... To a person, a trigger for what happened. Well, definitely. I mean, you need to... Um, one of the first things you should do after a breakup, though, other than, you know, you're going to go through all these stages of you're gonna emotion... You're going to get drunk and shit? No, one of the, one, <laughs> one of the things you do, need to do is you need to cut off complete contact with that person. If that person is in your phone, delete them from your phone. If they follow you on social media, block them from all your social media. Which is hard for a lot of people with all the technology now. Well, 
I, you need to do it. And yeah. how hard is that first step to take for a woman? The first step is it is the hardest step to go ahead and delete all that information or block that person from everything. That is the hardest step. But once you do it, God, let me tell you, that makes you feel so much more relief. Because mm-hmm. then, hey, if they try to message you, like text you because you had their number in your phone, you're going to be like, who the fuck is this? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get rid of them, you're going to keep talking to them. Because and the te- you're going to try to negotiate. The, because the temptation's there. I mean, as long as you freaking do it and you delete them, they're gone. You have no connection to them. You can't contact them. Yeah, that person probably can still reach out to you, but it doesn't mean you got to read it. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to take the stuff to actually block them at that point. Exactly. I mean, if they continuously contact you after they break up with you, that's an issue. What do you mean? Like, let's say the guy dumps the girl. Mm-hmm. And the girl went through the steps of blocking them on the social media, deleting their phone number out of their phone, and the guy continues to text. Mm-hmm. Then you really got to step it up and either tell him to go get bent. Go get bent. Tell, tell him. Tell She's him, coming up with all kinds of new uh, language here. Go get bent. Eat a bag of dicks. Something. Or just flat out message him going, leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. Because you dumped me. Why are you still trying to talk to me? They're still trying to play with your head. Because what they're doing is coming back saying, I'm really sorry. That's not what I intended to do. Because mm-hmm. they, it's not that they feel guilty. They see that you're hurting. And they're like, hey, well, they're in that mind frame where I could probably wiggle myself back in. They're, you're damn right. And that's exactly what guys do to a woman. I mean, you're going to be going through all these all these emotions. Why do you think they want to get back into that opening? Because why not? They can just fuck with you some more. They can come back and be like, let's have makeup sex. Uh. They think it's a game. Yeah, it's a game. They don't care. They don't care about your feelings. They just know that your feelings are open and available right now. Mm. I so, hope you women are listening So to where they can weasel their little asses back in and mm-hmm. continue to get what they wanted... Just not make it public. What do you mean, just not make it public? Because you may have been out in public as boyfriend and girlfriend before the breakup. Mm-hmm. But then after the breakup, let's say like a, even up to a week afterwards, and you did, you went as far as blocking them from everything, but you didn't block them from your, you know, your, your phone part. You mm-hmm. just erased them. Mm-hmm. You just deleted them. So they're continuing, continuously texting you. And yeah, you're going to be a sucker and you're going to fucking read it. Because that's how... And that, then you're going to... Then a woman's going to... Or a man's going to start double thinking themselves. They're going to be like, oh, well, she's responding. I wonder if I can get back at that and tap that again. And then they don't take a direct approach to it. They take an indirect approach to it. Well, they'll start, they'll start doing this shit like... Well, I didn't really mean to break up with you. I just wanted to see how much you really cared. And women and men fall for this shit. 100%. And be like, well, I really did care, but now you did this. And then they'll be like, well, I I really didn't mean it. I'm really sorry. Can we talk? Can we meet up? And then you'll be like, yeah, come on over. 
and then it starts the cycle again. But then what the thing is, it's going to be totally different than you were when you were originally dating because they're going to come over to your house or you'll go over to their house, but you ain't going to be out in public together. And that should be a sure because why? Because right why? Because that person that just dumped you has somebody else and just keeping you on the back burner. Exactly. Paying you no attention. So they'll give you just enough attention to keep you hanging. And what's worse is when a woman or man are going through these grieving processes. What if you went to the, you're at the third step already. And if you make a mistake of letting them back in, it's like, damn, now you got to start all over again. Yeah, and then start all over with all the emotions again. But, you know, in the end, you're going to be like, you know, fuck, I got to pull myself up from my bootstraps and get the fuck over this shit. And that's not as easy as it sounds. No, it's not as easy as it sounds. But once you go through all those steps, the grieving process, you'll eventually be able to get back on the horse. Mm-hmm. But then you got to give yourself time and not jump from relationship to relationship. Which a lot of people do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think they do that because it fills a, a void. Well, you got to give yourself, like, a, I guess you could say, like, a grace period after a, a bad breakup and be like, hey, you know, I'm going to play the field. I'm not going to get back into a relationship until a year from now or six months from now. Or, you know. So get- you're saying set a time frame. Give your like a mental note, set a mental note because you don't want to be like, well, this guy just dumped me. And then the next week you're in another boyfriend, girlfriend kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. And then that presents problems uh, with. The then you're going to have problems with the new relationship because you're too busy concentrating on the asshole or bitch that dumped you. And they're still texting you if you don't take them out of your phone or something like that. Right. And the biggest thing you do is if you don't go as far as blocking them from getting into your phone, don't respond to the messages. Mm-hmm. Just don't respond. They send you one, just delete it. Don't read it. Don't respond to it because that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to get you to respond. Mm-hmm. Don't. I know it's hard, but just delete it and move on. Mm-hmm. because all that's going to do is keep your emotions all over the place, and you're not going to be able to move on. And it's going to mess you up in going forward with somebody else because they're not going to deal with something like that. They're not going to deal with you and an ex. Because that's the worst thing is being, what, the rebound person? Yeah, you don't, you it. don't, yeah, it's the rebound, it's like rebound sex. Mm. It's the person you have sex with in between relationships that you're just doing it to do it and don't give well, a Well, you're fuck. doing it to them, what... Being done to you exactly, and you don't want to be that person. You don't. You you want to give yourself some space and give yourself some time and make sure that it's the right thing in the right time for you to be in another relationship, mm-hmm. or even just for like casual sex or whatever the hell you want to do. I always find casual sex to be the best uh, medicine. <laughs> I mean, for real, for a lot of people it is, but you also need to like. Guys or girls, if you're just going to be doing casual sex after a breakup, you need to tell the person that you're having this casual sex with that you're not wanting anything. You don't want a commitment right now. You don't want a relationship because you just got out of a bad relationship. You're just out for the sex. And you need to make that clear because you don't want to screw over the person you're having the sex with. Mm -hmm. 
because they might be like, well, you know, that's I'm really looking for like a relationship and you're not in the right mind frame to look for that relationship. So you need to be able to discuss that and talk, communicate with that person. Must be like, hey, I just went through this bad breakup. I just need to get laid. <laughs> I mean, are you, you good with that? You have to be and honest. Yeah, and be like, are you good with that? Because if you're not, I mean, I'll look somewhere else. But you have to be able to stick to them type of guns. Well, definitely. Because most of the time, women don't. No, and it's like, you know, you, you never know. Things can go further if you're with that, you know whoever after the fact <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where the fuck i'm going with that i lost sometimes my train she gets, of thought sometimes she gets a brain fart you know that that happens a lot with blondes don't it dude i just like totally lost my train of thought on that what and you were happened? doing so good explaining this shit i know but it's like you never know the person that you're having that sex with after the bad breakup you know, somewhere down the line, maybe you'll end up in a relationship with that person. But as long as you're honest and open with that person on, dude, I'm just looking to get laid because I just got fucking dumped like a week ago. And I just want to get Would laid. Would you want to have get laid after going through something? Some people do, though. Some people do. You know, they're, they're, majority of them might not, but there are people that would be like, I just need some sex. Because <laughs> maybe that, that help them. Maybe that helps them get through all their shit just to get just to get off. So if they get off, but then the next day they're getting re, you know pounded with these texts and stuff because they didn't delete them. Well, then delete them. Wake up, smell the coffee. The dude dumped you. He's just gonna come back and use you all over again. Mm. Try and wean his way into your life. If somebody breaks up with you, just consider that a breakup. And don't go back for second chances. No, fuck that. Chuck them in the fuck it bucket. Mm-hmm. They ain't worth that second chance they break up with you. Damn, man. I hate to be getting advice from you and your group. Well, I don't give advice in that group. Well, I'm just saying. If you did, that was our original example. I mean, I don't really give advice in, uh, in, in Sisterhood with Bikers. I mean, we just post pictures and everybody just has some fun. We don't, mm. we don't get all drama and graphic and shit. Well, that's that's what you consider drama is helping somebody with their problem. No, I don't consider it drama, but it's like nobody. Let's just say nobody in that group out of a thousand women has ever posted anything about, hey, I just broke up with someone. No. I'm surprised because, you know, it's probably filled with PMSers in there, man. I wouldn't know. I don't have that issue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that PMS shit. So I wouldn't know. So what is the dangerous relationships? What do you mean? Where you can really get heartbroken. Is it one where it's somebody you just meet and you you get to know them or something like that? Or is it when you go and fuck around with somebody that's married? I think those that are married and people that you've known for a long time. I think it's usually less bullshit and less drama if it's somebody you just met. Really? Because you can start off fresh. You don't know their history. You'll learn it. You don't know their background. You'll learn it. But hell, dude, you're with a married person. You're going to get fucked no matter which way it turns anyways. You're going to get fucked over. It don't even matter. Well, I was just saying because, you know, we've dealt with this stuff in the swinger lifestyle with people. Yeah. And... It never ends is, out good, let's just say. 
It never does. It doesn't end out good. Mm-hmm. Married couple, and they're not obeying the rules and the, the 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 stuff that they set aside with each other as a couple, and somebody will end up getting hurt. That always happens. Yeah, it does. Not always. There's some couples that abide by the rules 100%. So, but there's always that handful that don't. And what leads down the road is. But not only you yourself gets hurt or your significant other gets hurt, the person that you got involved with gets hurt at the same time, so... Mm. So you think that's the dangerous relationships? Yeah. Couples. Or not couples. Married. Married. Yeah, stay away from that if you can. I think you should stay away from it whenever you need to. Yeah, avoid being with married people. Because don't women go after men that have rings? Dude, let me tell you, when a guy's sitting somewhere with a wedding band on, that's considered a challenge. And really, and women thinking wearing... about that as a challenge is kind of awful. And But it's, it goes the same way with a guy seeing a girl sitting at a bar wearing a wedding ring. It's a fucking challenge. Is it because they the challenge is... To well, see I... whether or not you could pick up that married person. But at the same time, you have no care in the world about the other person in their life. Nope, they don't. And that's kind of bastardous, isn't it? Well, of course it is, but doesn't mean men and women don't do it. Well, this is true, but I'm just talking about... They have no qualms about the, the married person's significant other at all. They don't care. And it's just looking at the uh, challenge, if you will. Mm-hmm. The challenge. Mm-hmm. It, that's what it is. It's about, let's see if I can win this. And that leads to a lot of heartache for a lot of people. Yeah, that gets there. There's two people at the bar, but you know, there's somebody else at home. There's actually two other people at home. Well, not if they're not only if one of them's married. Well, I'm just I'm putting... talking about if only one of the two is married. Okay. So there's that one that it's at but home. But if they're both married, then yeah, instead of two people getting fucked up, that's four people that are gonna get fucked up. And for what? Piece of ass. Piece of ass. <laughs> That's all it is. It's for a piece of ass. And that, we always talking about the human condition where it's always about me, 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 me to a human being. Yeah. And they don't sit and think about others that are involved. No, they don't. They just think about themselves. And I think that... In that moment in time and what's happening. And I think that grieving process that you're talking about becomes ten times harder, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Especially if the significant other has to watch all they had go down the drain and here these two are with no care of the world of what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So is that grieving process going to be harder? Yes, I think it's going to make it twice as hard. I, I, that, I, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Where was I? <laughs> China Dow's loving this subject. She's got her feet kicked up on the desk and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm just kicking back and chilling right now. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? I ain't even freaking Italian. I could no, you don't wear no uh, Dago tees. Shut your, shut your mouth with your Dago tees. Tank tops, man. Wife beaters. Tank tops. I don't like the word wife beaters, though. Why would you call a shirt a wife beater? Because the guy's wearing it when he's beating his wife? I don't know. 
It's stupid. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Off track. Continue. I don't know. Where were we? <laughs> well, you're getting some real good advice from this uh, article. So we're going through the article right now and going point to point. Well, one of the things it says is use both and and phrases. This one I'm not familiar with, so I'm going to learn this one with everybody else. It says this one ties back to the grieving process and giving yourself grace. Using both and and phrases helps you to not only validate your emotional experience, but tap into your own sense of groundedness. Damn, I don't even understand that. I don't either. There's a component of mindfulness mindfulness here. Think phrases like, I am so sad and I need to get this report done. Or, I am feeling deep grief and I don't want to get up, but I know my body needs a walk. Oh, so it's basically, you know, it's basically pushing you. pushing you to get up and do what you need to get done. Don't just sit there and have a pity party. There's things that you still need to get done. Like you got to get laundry done. You got to get this done. I mean, you can give yourself a day. Nah, I'd say give yourself about a a week. And then after that, you got to get up. But you got to get up and you got to get things done. You got to go to work. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know, if you have kids, you got to take care of your kids. You know, if you got pets, you got to make sure they're getting taken care of. You know, I get it. A lot of people, when they're going through the grieving process with the breakup, they're going to basically become a little bit selfish, which is to be understandable because you just got put through hell. Mm -hmm. But at the same time. But don't you got to reflect if you got to reflect and be like, hey, well, I might have been put through hell, but did I let it be done? No, you can't do that either, because then you, you can't sit there and. And, and point fingers and take blame and blame yourself for the situation. Because then you're never going to fucking get over it. Be like, you know what? I'm better than this. I got, I'm got. i going to get through it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. You can't... Mm-hmm. You can't just sit there and... But don't you have point to take fingers. responsibility? You got to take responsibility for your part that had anything to do with it, but you can't take responsibility and point fingers at yourself because of what the other person did. Very true. You know, and another thing is you need to avoid impulsivity. Oh my goodness, women are good with that shit. Hey, keep them away from the credit card. Which means not just shopping. (laughs) Keep them motherfuckers away from the credit cards, But you're going to have, like, if you get broke up with, you're going to have this intense desire to strike back. Like a viper. Yeah. Like, say something you probably shouldn't say, or, yeah. (laughs) But don't people deserve that, to be able to do that? They do, but if you really think at the big picture, karma's a bitch. Oh, karma is. Let karma take care of the situation, and you just worry about yourself. Mm -hmm. Because eventually, they'll get theirs. So, the karma, I bet, should come back hard on somebody that was messing around with a married person. Definitely. Karma's a bitch. Karma's huge. So you can't sit there even though you desperately want to retaliate and be like, listen, motherfucker. No, you can't do that. Because that's going to just f- put more fuel in the fire. How so? 
Because if you message this person and be like, hey, listen, bitch, what the fuck? Or I don't know. If they if if the other person was married, you send pictures of their wife. I mean, <laughs> ouch, or their husband. That's escalating. I mean, that's exactly it. That's putting fuel in the fire. That's just gonna make shit worse. Make shit never be over with. So basically, it's like you got to sit there and go, "Fuck it, it wasn't worth it." Because. Well, there are people out there that like that kind of shit. Well, there's a lot of people out there that there's like... There's some vindictive motherfuckers I mean, it's, out it's there. it's basically like retaliation for breaking up with them. And it's tit for tat. Like, there's people, they're, oh, I'm going to go out and put sugar in their gas tank. I'm going to go out and... I mean, don't do that shit. No, don't. Fucking tards, don't do that shit. No. Don't, don't listen to me. I'm just saying that people do that kind of shit. Yeah, and we got to put that disclaimer out there. Or, I mean, the funny part. You, I mean, if you. It, I mean, if you really want to go set some dog shit in a paper bag and set it on fire on their porch and run, that's some funny shit. <laughs> I mean, that's that would just make me laugh. Do something like that because that's just funny. Yeah, because if you're sending pictures to their a spouse, spouse, that is vindictive on your because part. Because especially since the spouse had nothing to do with it from the None kid. whatsoever. You know, don't be vindictive like that. You really want to fuck with them. I'm telling you, dog shit, paper bag, set it on fire, run. Mm-hmm. Then or they eggs gotta, or teepee. <laughs> they got to run out and stomp that shit out. Don't do eggs because that destroys paint on things. Don't get that bad. Nor you just wait to a you know you the day before when it's going to be ninety five degrees and you pop them eggs on and and they fry their paint off their vehicle. Fuck that's off! Beautiful. That's mean. That's beautiful. That's mean. But don't take it out on a another person that had nothing to do with it or didn't even know. Exactly. Because that's actually coward. Still saying shut the dog shit on fire. That would be hilarious. You know what? I'd like to see you do. What? Do that to your boss. I, I, I don't even know where my boss lives. Shit, you need to find out and do it. Or I'll else do I it. would. I do it. Because that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want to videotape that. <laughs> I ain't lying. Or, you know, when you know that she's coming out the back door or something. And, at work. And something's on fire at, on the back uh, door. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't there this week. It's all me, damn it. Well, that'd be fun. So, no, don't do that to me while I'm at work. That's mean. That is. I mean, it's funny. I'd probably laugh the day after. After you yell, scream, and all that good stuff. Yeah, for real. But, you know, you you got to, yeah. Just don't bother retaliating. It ain't going to do nothing. You know, and and then I did already cover that you should, you know, avoid jumping back into the dating scene right away because, you know, that's going to screw up another person. That's going to screw up your head and another person's Mm -hmm. head. And if it's that bad and you are really having a hard time or you have nobody that you can vent to, seek medical help. Like, go talk to a professional. Because you enter into a depression. Mm Mm-hmm. And depression is a serious type of disease, if you really think about it. Yeah, it is. It's extremely. It could be brought on by the situation. Mm-hmm. Then the anxiety and the panic attack. Mm-hmm. That stuff happens all the time. Definitely. So and you, and you, you don't want to get so see. bad where you end up getting yourself put in the hospital because you can't take care of yourself because you're you just can't snap out of that grieving process Mm -hmm. so that's why i say that if worse comes to worse and you got nowhere else to turn 
there is absolutely nothing wrong with talking to a mental health professional. Fuck no, there isn't. And a lot of people... And that's the problem. There's a lot of people don't want to. Because, because of the stigma. Yeah, but you know what? You got to do what's best for you. 100%. You always have to do what's best for you. That, and and if that's true. one of the things that's best for you to do, then you need to do it. Exactly. We'll be right back after this music break. We're going to talk more about this and some coping mechanisms.
HarleyLiberty.com. Get your bike of news, baby. Get your bike of news. <laughs> you're such a dork. If you're just joining us, we're talking about a very serious subject today. I have to say, everybody's been through it. Everybody. Coping with breakup. Coping with breakups and a broken heart. Yes. It's a totally different thing, a broken heart. Yeah. Because that's where it's at serious business here. Definitely. But I had a kind of laugh. Why? During the break, you were saying uh, one of the uh, things that we were going to cover was all the negative shit that happened. Oh, my God. Yeah, definitely. You got to remember what sucked about the relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Here comes the list. Seriously. Common response post breakup. Don't idealize your person. Okay, for real. What's that mean? Don't fixate on them. Because then that's getting them back in your mindset. Mm. You basically need to find a middle ground and you write a list of all the negative aspects of your former partner or relationship. <laughs> Notice they didn't say positives. No, it said all negative. All negative. So if he sucked in bed, fucking write it down. 
<laughs> Everything comes back to sex with you. Well, that's usually where it all fucking begins, isn't it? Well, this is true. So, seriously. And then, you know, it tells you that you should look at it on the regular. I'm going to give my actual opinion on it. Write down all the shit that sucked and set it on fire. That's a good way of forgetting about it, then. Yeah, because guess what? Once it goes up in flames... That's when so you, did that relationship. That's what you have to uh, tell yourself, though. Definitely. That when you set it on fire, that's going to be the definite end of it. That is the definite end of it. And you can't let them squirm back. 100%. You know, and you can't, you can't continuously internalize the breakup. Me, like what, argue with yourself a why? Yeah, like that you're not good enough. There's something wrong with me. It, like take blame for why the relationship ended because you know what it's not always you mm-hmm. it's them what is the famous saying it's not just you it's me it's me oh yeah <laughs> that is a famous one and we're it, breaking up and it has nothing to do with you it's about me <laughs> and it's funny when people do break up they get mean man they do they'll fucking say oh you weren't any good in bed but then go around saying, yeah. I slept with that. I slept with that. <laughs> Ain't that a fucked up one? That's like so fucking double standard. Hypocritical, double standard. You sit there and you be like, yeah, well, you fucking sucked in this sack. You weren't even any good. But hey, look at this picture. I fucked her. Or I fucked him. <laughs> what the fuck is that shit? That is pretty fucked up. That is so double standard. Because Why? Because now you're feeling, that person's feeling guilt. <laughs> Feel, well, yeah, they're feeling guilt. They're going around calling you a town whore or calling him a town whore. Yep. They try to make you look bad for the shit they did. Exactly. And you can't fall for that, people. When they're the ones that fucked it up, they better suck it up. <laughs> Fuck it up or suck it up. <laughs> you fucked it up, suck it up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to write down all your fucking stupid shit and how neg- all your negative aspects of you, and then set it on fire. And that's the only way you're going to move on, people. Exactly. That's the only way you're going to move on. Exactly. You got. So you I got think that's to. good advice right there, is write down all the negative. 100%. Fuck the positive. Write down the negatives, because then it'll make you sit there and think, see, I am better than this, because look at all the shit they fucked up on. <laughs> you know what? That's kind of how I got over my ex-wife right away. I thought about all the negative that happened, and I didn't want nothing to do with it. I was like, fuck this. I don't need this. That's why you're so a joy to be around when she's around. I'm a prick, ain't I? You are. You can talk to her like she's a piece of shit. I try not to. Yeah, I see it. I read between the lines with that one. You actually can see it? Yeah, I can. The disdain? Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I try not to be left alone in the room with her. I'm not going to lie. I knew that I would have to deal with her the rest of my life because of the kids. But the kids are adults now. They're adults. And every time I see her, it's disgust. Oh, yeah. 100%. It and, is and I can, huge and, disgust. and I can see it. I see it. I don't know if she's smart enough to see it, but I can see it. How do you see it? I, I, that means I'm not hiding it good enough. Well, you're not hiding it from me only because I know all about all of it. Mm. So it's like, I can tell. China Doll's going to counsel me. 
I can tell, dude. Dude, you talk to her and you roll your eyes when you talk to her, which obviously you can't see, mm. but you are physically rolling your eyes whenever she tries to talk to you. And I just sit back and go, no, I shake my head. Mm-mm. So I don't hide it. No, you don't. And you don't care because you got no filter anyways. Mm. But I hate to say it. She's too stupid to catch on to the shit. There's times when she'll be around the kids. I'm sitting outside. I won't go in. No, you'll sit outside. I'll pull up my lawn chair and just chill. Yep. You won't even go in the house. But because all the negativity around her. Because she's a very negative Nancy. Mm -hmm. Too bad her name's not Karen. Right. (laughs) It's not. But I think that was my coping uh, mechanism. Yeah, you basically chucked it in the fuck it bucket. You, you know, and I meant it. You thought about all the negative shit that she did and was able to get over it. A lot of people won't do that, though. But that's something that I think that people need to do. Is to get that attitude where, hey, you fucked me once. See you, Jack. I have nothing for you. You ain't gonna fuck me a second time. Bye! And Bye, I, Felicia! <laughs> and that's hard for women to do. It is. Women are emotional beings. That's why they got to take their time and they got to go through all the freaking five stages, just like grief. You got to go through it. You got to feel it. And if you don't let yourself, you're going to end up sick. And if you don't seek medical attention, which I, uh, you always say and I always say, there's nothing wrong with it, people. There's go not. Go talk to a counselor. Problem is, if I go talk to a counselor, they're going to need to go talk to a counselor. <laughs> Your counselor's going to have to go seek counseling. Right? So it's it's never a good thing when I go. No. Never a good thing when I go to a counselor. Mm-hmm. They usually end up fucked up. And then I'd have to be the one doing it, and they'd be the one laying on the couch. Yeah, for real. I'm not lying. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in a session with me, haven't you? No. When I was having the panic attacks and shit? No. Oh, my God, was it crazy for them? I feel for them. I do. 100% feel for them. <laughs> sad state of affairs right there. That, that is a sad state of a fucking affairs for them people. <laughs> <laughs> Man, poor people. I feel for them. <laughs> it's time to cruise with your sex drive. Grab onto your clutch, put your mind in the air for masturbation and sexual stimulation. Dare you to tell the truth and get your ass out of neutral. It's time to get your porn. 36. Oh, jeez. I'm picking 36. Okay. Am I going to actually have a good uh, gameplay today or am I going to fuck up like I have been? Well, I already know the answer to this one. What's that? Have you ever eaten whipped cream off somebody's body? Well, yeah, but I don't like it. I don't like food play. I think it's nasty. I ain't gonna lie. That is serious. We don't like it. No. Uh, I've done the whipped cream thing because we did that when we had the club for people's birthdays. And the chocolate. And the chocolate. But it's really, I don't know what it gets off of people. I think it's gross. I mean, if you're gonna, if you want food play... Just get me a container with with strawberries with chocolate on them and leave me alone while I eat them. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out. Just give me the shit and get out. That's some funny shit right there. <laughs> I mean, that, that's about as much food play as you're getting out of me. For real. That's just, I don't care. That's just fucking gross. It's a sticky-ass mess. Why would you want to do that shit? Or s- eating sushi off of somebody? That's like, who the it, fuck does that? That's the wrong. The Japanese slant eyes. You're stupid. 
They do. You're stupid. It's like but eating it's like, fish off of a who fish. Want, who wants to lick chocolate and whip cream off somebody, and then you're going to go have sex? I mean, that's just... Go take a shower first, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't fucking... I'm not getting all sweaty and sticky. Uh, 77. Let's do one more. I mean, that 77. was just... <laughs> Just give me the strawberries with the chocolate and get out of my room. I'm fine. Get out of my life. <laughs> get out of my room. Just leave me with my food. It's that fine. would be one of them times where you say, okay, yeah, I'm not into you. Get the fuck out of here. I don't need no sardines. All right. I, I, this one's dumb. 70, Dude, I'm not number, having any Number good 77 is, have you ever slept with someone famous? No. Shut the fuck up. You have not. No, I'm just saying. What the fuck? <laughs> You picked it, <laughs> dumbass. Okay, 78. Well, you can't answer this one. Well, what is it? Have you ever had a sugar daddy? There's sugar women. Whatever, that's not what they're called. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Sugar girl. No, that's never a word. What are they then? What do you call them? Cougars. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a sugar lady? That ain't a fucking term. Okay, what's a sugar daddy to you? Some dude that's just gonna pay my way, motherfuckers. <laughs> I I could fuck him and then he give, he it's like kind of like prostitution. <laughs> you fuck him and you get money. Ow! I'm sorry, but I think that's what a sugar daddy is. Ouch! They're gonna they're gonna have, do whatever they want with you and then they'll pay your bills. That's just like a prostitute. And a lot of women make their living off of that. But that, to me, that's like being a prostitute. Oh, we got to cover this. That's a subject in itself. What, sugar daddies? Sugar daddies. <laughs> or sugar mamas. Ain't no sugar mom. That's not even a fucking term. It's called a cougar. <laughs> cooter. Cougar. Cooter. Not a cooter. A cougar. Oh, like a cougar. Rawr, like a lion. Or a milf. There's gilfs, too. Or gills. You know what a gilf is? Grandma, I like the fuck. Damn right. You're a good one. Thanks. <laughs> Wait, I got one more. What? This is number 80. I just glanced at it. Why do you get to pick? I just glanced at it and I thought it was funny. Have you ever thrown up during sex? Have you? I've had to leave the room to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in a normal condition. No. Did a guy, like, fucking, you know, spray all over you, and you're like, oh, fuck? Okay, yeah, I had somebody, like, that got it up my nose and in my eye, and I literally <laughs> went puked. I'm like, that's just wrong, dude. Target practice, bitch. What the fuck is wrong with you? Blech. Yeah. Women that. have to deal with the most fucked up shit. Y'all are fucking gross. I don't care. If I had a dick, yeah, I'd play with it all day. But I ain't jerking my shit in someone's face. Because that's just stupid. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> and that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.